Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. Appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville. Or at Brupolo over in uh, Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, uh, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Paulding. That would be a little weird. Mm. Wasn't there a Claire and Ledger writer named that? Daniel Pauling. Oh, God, I hadn't thought about him. You, you remember the story about him, right? Yeah, about the about the Ole Miss stuff? No, no, no. That's not that. I remember that one, too. But Corn? The- yes. I remember. Big corn guy. So I, I'll, I'll share it. And, you know, at this point, the statute of limitations is, is run out. Uh, Robbie, please don't make yourself throw up. Don't do that. Um, so this is when Mike Bonner and Courtney Cronin were still working at the Clarion Ledger. And they were going to go to a concert. I think they were going to go see Macklemore. Now, if you know Mike Bonner and Courtney Cronin at all, you know, you know they're 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 big hip hop fans, and so they're talking about going to a, see this concert. And Daniel just goes, "Oh, who are you going to go see? Corn?" <laughs> and I don't know why it's, he said corn, but it's one of the funniest things that we were part Something of. Stop it! Takes a part of me. I'm coming undone. So, <laughs> I'm just picturing Mike Bonner just at a corn concert. Is oh really man, <clears throat> ah. Well, never mind corn. The commodity we're interested in is coffee. And you can get it at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. If you don't live in the Starkville or Tupelo area, that's the place to go. Have it shipped to your door. Enjoy it every morning. With the holiday season coming up, if you've got a coffee lover in your life, go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com for great gift ideas. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. And again, with the holidays just around the corner, guys, it's time to start getting stuff on, put, thinking about what you're going to put under the tree. New pullovers, polos, baseball caps, and of course, with the great logos that we all love, the state script, the M over S, and the interlocking MSU. You can find it all at College Corner, two locations to serve you there in the Jackson area, Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowed by the Half Shell, or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Uh, restaurant Tyler, Startville's flagship restaurant. That's the one that's got the best meal in town. Which meal? Lunch, dinner, Sunday brunch? Yes, that's all the best meal in town at restaurant Tyler. Anytime you're in town for lunch, you need to be heading over to restaurant Tyler to grab the best blue plate in town, great selections on the meats, meat and veg, great cornbread, 
and good sir. You know, we don't ever talk about the service at Restaurant Tyler. The people there are super nice. They always take care of you. I always enjoy watching them make the switch from, uh, you know, the, the way they in the day it's more of like country cooking and it's blue plate, and then you go there at night, yeah. it's, it's it's you know like you know, high end dining. It's the same waiters, but they they know how to handle it. So kudos to those guys. Great restaurant. If you haven't been there, well, I don't I don't know how you've lived this long in Starkville. So check it out next time you're here at Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They are here to serve you. And that's what they're about, service to their community. They are a community bank, and banking with them, it's just like eating locally and shopping locally. It's important. It keeps your community strong. Plus, when you get to it and you got to make a decision on a, on a loan, on any kind of finance financial decision, you get to talk to people that you know when you bank at a place like Priority One. And that's important. At least it should be to you. So why don't you go look online to find the branch nearest you. PriorityOneBank.com is the website. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. It is Rumblings Day here on My the- favorite day. Is it? Is this your favorite day? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I enjoy the rumblings. I enjoy stepping away from sports for one day. Yeah, you said that, but we, we got plenty of sports-related rumblings. Look like we got a lot of questions here today, too. What's crazy is I get... I get more comments from people like at random places about stuff we say on this mm-hmm. than anything else. Well, the rumblings is week in and week out our most popular podcast. The only time it's it's not is if state loses and we have a Monday podcast where they know what's coming. I was stopped by I think six people at church on Sunday mm-hmm. that mentioned something to me about what we said on the rumblings. Yeah. Six. Well, first off, I'd like to apologize for my language to those people. I'm very sorry for the way I talk. Just um, know, folks, that people get things that we say mixed up a lot. Somebody mm-hmm. somebody told me that I said that Chris Simonis was getting fired if he didn't mm-hmm. uh, host regional last year. I made sure that they knew that was you. Mm-hmm. And then somebody Bonk. did the somebody today on the board apologized to me for saying, but still. So uh, that's uh, gimmick we, infringement now. That's my gimmick. That's what I'm saying. I don't want us to get misconstrued here. So I didn't. I did not cuss on the show. No. no. I think the worst thing that I say is like pissed. Would you ever say fiddle farted? Uh, it's too scary. Okay. Well, we have a question about that later. We'll get to it soon. Uh, our first questions today come from Colton Watson. Is Sean Preston playing his way into a late draft pick? And can we demand an apology from his haters the last three years? He's playing really well. I mean, he has a legit chance to be an all-SEC guy if he puts a, gets a couple more picks on the board. My gosh, his numbers are great. Yeah. I mean, he is he's putting up career numbers across the board. He's on pace to have career numbers at just about every stat that he can have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what his projections are in the draft, but at this point, I think that you can safely say that he's had a really good career at Mississippi State. Um, and been better than you know even you know some people thought he could be. I've been really happy to see this for him because he was one of those guys that was like a scapegoat for a lot of people uh, when they talked about the defense. You know they would see him give up a big play and things like that. And really, to me, that wasn't his fault. He was put out on an island against a team's best receiver to guard them one on one as a safety, and that's not his game. 
So, you know, I don't really blame him for some of the things that have happened in the past, getting beat deep and things like that. I, it's been nice to see him kind of get his due this year and come up with some big plays. And he's, I mean, he's been so far, he's been kind of Nico Whitley esque yeah. from 2013. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's 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 who he's kind of reminding me of right now. He just has a knack for making plays, big time hitter. He's had a really good season. I agree. I agree. Like I said, I think I he has a legit chance to be an All SEC guy if he can just get maybe a couple more picks, and I think he'll have those opportunities. Uh, how many games can Rodgers miss and still snag the passing record? He lacks about twelve hundred yards. I think that ship has sailed. I don't. Is I don't, it twelve hundred now? Yeah, I mean. I, 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 even if he comes back, I don't know that he'll get 1,200 yards. Well, he'd have to have a game like South Carolina. Yeah. Um, he'd have to, like, oh, gosh, I mean, I'm trying to think, like, how early he could come back. I mean, right now, I don't, I haven't heard good things about his return, like, as far as it being imminent. Well, I mean, I'm thinking, he, I'm thinking he gets three games – I'm thinking that he probably gets three games at most. Yeah, he's not going to have the regular season yards per game again. Plus, if you get game. to a bowl game, so yeah. four games, three hundred yards a game, three hundred yards a game. That's going to be tough. I don't. I, I, you're going to you're going to have to have like a four fifty game in there. It's going to be tough. That, I think I think that ship has just sailed. So you know, he he. I I think he's like five or six hundred short of Drew Locke, but I do think that he. Uh, he has a chance there, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't see him. I don't see him getting ahead of uh, of Aaron Murray at this point. The injury really derailed that. I mean, I, he would have got it had he stayed healthy. I think even with his numbers kind of going down, but that that injury really kind of knocked that out. I think. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um. Where are we here? Let's move. Let's move forward here. MSU Tidwell says, "What are the chances we keep Arnett if he lets Brock go and find someone with more experience? If Arnett is let go, do we let Barbe and Brock go as well? Defense looked much improved against Arkansas, but the offensive play calling was awful. If Arnett is let go, Barbet, Barbe, and Brock are gone. Now, that's just how life is. A new coach is going to bring in his own coordinators. There's no question about that. Um, what do you think if Arnett stays?" Keeping uh, what are the odds for 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 Matt Brock? Uh, I think it just depends on what they do here in the back half of the schedule. If, if the defense looks like what it looked like on Saturday, then he's probably going to keep his job. If they're showing improvement, I mean, I don't really see a, a need to to make a change there. If he's made a drastic improvement over the season, you've, you've shown the ability to improve. I mean, this is his first year as a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, it really just depends on what they look like. And the same thing for Barbe. I mean, if the, if the offense looks like that, then you simply can't move forward with that. But it, it just – it's, it's kind of like, you know, what we talked about with the Arkansas game. That was going to kind of tell the tale of where Mississippi State is going. Had they lost that game, I'm probably projecting four and eight in the SEC – but they won it, so it kind of keeps hope alive in a lot of situations. So I, I'm going to continue to monitor, you know, where things are moving as far as the trajectory. Are, are they getting better? Or are they getting worse? I just, 
Yeah, it, it, obviously the way the season finishes up is going to be huge. Um, so that's, I mean, it, it, the way it is right now, if if they play defense the way they played this past Saturday, the rest of the way, Matt Brock is, is totally safe. But yeah. if, if they aren't better, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just one of those questions. It's, it's just difficult to ask, answer right now. Uh, Willie Dizzle, rank these historical events and the probability of them actually happening. The 1969 moon landing, Lee Harvey Oswald acting alone, the 1947 Roswell-U.S. UFO crash, Saddam Hussein having weapons of mass destruction, Bernardo Sidney not supersizing a combo meal. That's pretty rough there. I'm pretty sure that's uh, that one actually happened. feel pretty <laughs> confident that that has happened. Oh. Well, the moon landing, I have uh, moved towards that being fake. No, you haven't. I, I, I'm starting to believe that wasn't real. Why, why is that not a common thing? You don't believe well, that the moon landing is fake. Why don't people go to the moon every day? That was in that was in the nineteen sixties. Expensive. At this point, you should have a you should have a hotel on the moon. Can you imagine having a hotel on the moon? Like you happen to open a window, up. Oh, that's it. <laughs> no. Make sure that make sure the kids anchor down where it right, flies stop. away. All right. The UFO crash. What proof do you have? I I just I just don't think it's fake. I mean I've I've seen you know so you you believe I don't think Buzz that Buzz Aldrin is lying. I, you know, he seems like a reputable. Oh really? You don't think people lie? You, no, I didn't say. I no no no. I didn't say. How I do you know? What do you know lie. about Buzz Aldrin? He's an American hero. He punched that guy in the face. <laughs> so I think the the UFO landing happened because I think the the government is starting to admit stuff like that. Yes. Um, Saddam Hussein having weapons of mass destruction. Apparently not not true. Apparently that not. It was all talk. It was all talk. And then JF or the Lee Harvey Oswald acting alone, no chance. No, no way. No chance. That's one that's one I thoroughly thoroughly believe. Yeah, he was not there's is it just kind of defies gravity. When you when you like look at where the bullet came from and I mean even if he did shoot uh jfk himself there were others involved. someone was behind it yeah there's more people involved in it he didn't yeah. just he didn't run up, up to inside. the building and shoot the president correct correct but yes i i'm uh i'm very skeptical of this moon landing i'm very skeptical incredible come on now you believe that birds are fake i don't actually believe that birds are fake i just like saying it because it's funny and you also believe that Helen Keller is not real. I know. I don't not believe that. I believe. I'm telling you that there are people who believe that. Though. The whole oh, yeah. birds aren't real thing is a gigantic troll. Now, the, the Helen Keller thing, there are people who believe that she's not real. I think you're one of them. I'm not. I believe that Helen Keller is real. Okay. All right. Then. I hope she's real. I think Buzz, I've told so Buzz many. Buzz was acting. I've told so many so many Helen Keller jokes through the years. I want I don't want those to to have not had a basis in reality. Right. So, uh, where are we here? Hunter Manis. What if baseball had a last pitch instead of a first pitch? Bottom of the ninth, bases loaded, two outs, full count. In comes Danny DeVito. 
Like a guest throws the final pitch? Right. Instead of the, the first pitch of the game is thrown by Danny DeVito. No, no. Last pitch of the game is thrown by Danny DeVito. I'm for this. But, okay, so, like, it's not like a ceremonial thing. It's like they're actually involved in the now game. Now they're involved in the game. They have last pitch. That that sounds like a really crazy idea. I, I, I like the sound of it, though. I don't know if anybody but the team batting would sign up for that. Let me ask you a question. Would you, are you telling me right now if I told you, hey, NLCS, game seven, bases loaded, no, two outs, full count, they're bringing in Danny DeVito. Are you telling me you're not turning the channel? Oh, I will absolutely watch it. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm we thinking about, about the team ratings, man. Defense. We got to think about about uh, uh, aggregation and 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 numbers. So, I, he would it would probably be either a wild pitch, a hit batter, or a walk. Yeah, I agree. None of those guys are throwing strikes. We have a question similar to this later in the uh, in the podcast. Also, uh, would you rather would you rather shout hooray every time you hear your name? Or every one of your farts hits your taste buds. This is a uh, really yeah. easy one. Hooray. Really easy. So say my name. Yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to taste my fart. Go ahead and just say it. Brian. Hey. I thought you were gonna fart. No, I know. No. See, I mean I mean I would be all for that. Be like, hey, is that hey that over there? Hooray! <laughs> be like Peter Griffin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do, I do that sometimes anyway. Yeah, why not? I, I, I definitely don't want my farts in my mouth. I don't. I can't <laughs> describe how little I want that. So yeah, uh, Hunter, come up with a better one than that. Better, that yeah. was such an easy one to, to pick. Yeah, uh, John Carpenter. Every time I introduce myself to someone, they always bring up the Halloween movie series. They are always shocked to hear I've never seen them. Sorry to disappoint you, Brian. Hooray! What is the most surprising, shocking thing someone has told you? Uh, anytime a girl said yes when I asked them out on a date, I was, I was always amazed. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, top of my head, I don't really, I, that's, times, that's such I, a, that is such a, like, important question. The most shocking thing I've ever heard. I don't know if shocking is the right word, but both times my wife was like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially the yeah, first Yeah, that's one. probably up there for me, too. The first one, I was like, I was at work, and she came up there, and I was like, oh, God. So, Why are you here? Because yeah, she, she walked in, I was like, something wrong? And, <laughs> uh, and, she, and, and it was. It was something terribly wrong. <laughs> so, uh, oh. I don't think there's anything that's just like, um, and I, you know, it's like, uh, when people pass away, like I had, yeah. I had a couple of friends die young, and I was like, "I mean, that's that's shocking." So, but there's yeah, no- so yeah, some people that you just wouldn't, you know, yeah. you're just not expecting it at all. Like I got, one, I got a phone call one time. They're like, "So and so died," and I was just like, "I must have misheard you." Yeah, this guy's a year older than me at the time. I was like, hey, "What did you say?" And it was he was gone. So yeah, you just uh, can't process it. Yeah. If you could bring back three former Bulldogs to this football team, who would they be, and what do you think the record would finish at? I mean, if I can get back Dak Prescott, Eric Moulds, and uh, Fred Smoot, I'll take those three. I feel pretty good about myself with those 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 three. Hell, I'll just take back Emmanuel Forbes. Yeah, he'd be pretty big on this team, I think. Yeah. I think, like, Jeffrey Simmons. Be really good. 
Jeffrey Simmons like in the middle for state this year in this in this uh three man front. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe Jeffrey and Montez. I think I might do Jeffrey Simmons, Montez Sweat, and Dak. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you have those three. I like Mississippi State's chances of competing in the SEC West. Yeah, I agree. With those three guys. Yeah, I agree. Hunter Bolin, if trades were legal in college football, who in the SEC would you trade for on offense and defense to help state out the rest of the season? Here's the issue, right? To trade, you got to have something other people want. Who off this Mississippi State team does does another team want that's going to give me a difference maker? Who who can I trade? Tulu? Yeah. Yeah, that'd probably, that'd so probably be the guy. What am I going to get for Tulu Griffin? Yeah, because it's got to be comparable. Right. Like, can I get and, a, a quality defensive back or defensive tackle for Tulu Griffin? Probably not. Can you get somebody on offense? I mean, what, like, you really need, like, a quarterback. Well, you, I mean, that's but you, like, like, who, who, who could you that. trade for, like, you could, you would have to trade, like, three people for Jaden Daniels. You'd have to, you'd have to, to get, Let's say to get uh, – even just to get Spencer Sanders out of Ole Miss, you're probably going to have to come off of Buki Watson. I don't know. He's not playing. He's well, a backup. I mean, but yeah, but, but it's Ole Miss. They're going to be like, nah, we're a little loath to do business with They might need what, – what do they really need? Somebody on the offensive line maybe? I mean – does they have a standout offensive lineman worth worth trade? I mean, that's that's the issue. Not really. Like right now, if you but you you'd have to trade like two, like a like, it'd have to be multiple guys. Yeah, yeah. So, like right now, when you think about all SEC, Watson and Johnson are the only two that have any kind of, of chance of being on that list. Just I don't know, like give Ole Miss like a, a Abner's franchise or something. I don't know. They already have that. We can have another one. All right. There's, there's there's not enough cold chicken fingers that can be utilized in the Grove. You're not wrong. Uh, Pat and Paris, which is most more impressive? Babe Ruth calling his shot, Broadway Joe guaranteeing a Super Bowl, or Jake Mangum saying Lamonis would win a national championship? All three of those were, were very good predictions. Hmm. Probably C now that we've seen State the last two years. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that uh, with that idea. Uh, let's see here. Peyton Stewart asks, people are saying no one is good in the SEC and college football and as a whole isn't as good. These same people, so they're tired of the same teams winning every year. Wouldn't this mean college football is better now since anyone is capable of losing? College football is better as a sport, but the teams within it aren't as good. But that makes college football better, that anybody can beat anybody. College football is more competitive. Right. Which makes the product, it To me, the product is uh, like uh, it's been better as far as the, the, the type of teams and everything. I mean, to me, the games just aren't as good. Um, but, you know, I, I do like the competitiveness. So I, I like the fact that more teams can win now. But I – I continue to believe I enjoy watching the NFL more. I'm just, it's just a better product to me. I college right now just it just doesn't appeal to me as much as it used to. Really, but I, I have to cover it for a living, so I'm mean, just so have to watch it. But it's I mean it's still in a good place. It's making a lot of money. It's 
um, getting a lot of views. It's it's not hurting at all. No, it's doing better than ever. But I'm surprised to hear you talk about it like that. I thought you were a big college football guy. No, I mean, like, I, I love college football. I just like the NFL more. Okay. That's fine. That's not a problem. I, I enjoy watching the NFL more than I do college. What if you could watch college football on the moon? I don't believe that you could do that. It's very doable, I think. I'm pretty sure. Is it? I think Is so. it? I think so. Uh, when was the last trip to the moon? I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. Let me see. So something that something that happened in 1962 it was such a revolutionary thing. The last time we, we went to the moon was in 1972. Okay. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, what, what can we get from the moon at this point? Taking people to trips up there. So you're, you're talking about you want private companies to finance because the government's not going to, you know, your mooncation. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, you would have thought that something that happened uh, 50 plus years ago. Yeah. Or whenever it was, you know, would have Let me ask branched you out at this point. Be, be and we would have like, communities. Once you get to the moon, fine. You know, you get into your, your airlocked room. You can't go outside, but, you know, you're fine. The flight to the moon would be the most stressful thing a human being could possibly endure. Yeah, it would not be fun. Like, it's one thing to think about, you know, we're in a plane and we could crash. Because there's a chance you can survive a plane crash. There's no surviving the moon plane crash. Because you're never I've done. Earth. I've oh, done those simulators. Wow. Yeah. I've done those simulators. Like, you know, they have the, the thing at Epcot, the mission space thing where you get in the little thing. You probably didn't do it, but. You get the thing. It's basically like I a centrifuge. That. I did do that. Yeah, you did. Well, you could, like fill mission the G forces. What it's called? Uh, mission space. I think. Is what yeah, it's called. I did that. I did that. So it like spins, and you can feel like the real G forces yeah. in it. Um, and it's it's tough. Like it puts a lot of stress on your body. So yeah, I don't. You know, I don't know. I I, I wouldn't want to do it. I'm just saying. Like, how have we not advanced more as a country and as a world where we are doing more with the moon it's just weird to me i'm like i like i you know it, it very well could have been real and i you know i'm not going to be conspiracy theorist or anything like that and you're not i'm not a flat earther promise you but this this thing is just strange to me that we're not doing more it's just, it's just too expensive i mean it's probably it cost a pretty penny to go to the moon I mean, well, look at some of the stuff that we're spending money I mean, on. I don't disagree with you, but I'm just saying, you know, you remember hearing about NASA spending like, uh, you know, $15,000 on a toilet seat. I mean, it, it costs money. And we, you know, we just rather spend it, you know. Believe me, I, I hope to God that this all this is, is true and we're just choosing not to spend money on it because there's a whole space uh, network that we have. So, I mean, I would like for that to be going towards something, but I'm just saying, it's just weird that this thing has not been, there's not been more done with it over the last 40 plus years. All right. I can live with these, these ideas. Rob Hadaway wants to know who is more positive, corporate Bob or corporate Joel? Oh, it is corporate Joel. It's Joel all day. Non-corporate Joel was positive. Corporate Joel is who can make the sunshine? <laughs> you know, 
I mean, he he is, yeah, there's no wrongdoing in Marina White for corporate Joel, but we love him. So I Bob, mean, Bob, Bob, Bob every now and be then. like, eh, well, yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, if I had Joel, I could have Joel on this podcast the <laughs> night after the Egg Bowl if state lost 55 nothing to Ole Miss, <laughs> and he would still be like, well, Brian, I think they're, they're not as bad, they're, they're plenty good, they're plenty good. I mean, he would do that, right? But how's my Joel? How is it? That's, that's actually pretty good. Not bad. So, uh, I, I I did I got a big kick. Was it last week when we had the press conference, or maybe it was two weeks ago, or whatever? We had the press conference, and everybody comes in, and they're they're talking to Joel, and they're all like, "Hey, man, I'm I'm you know I'm sorry about about what happened." They're all talking about the Braves getting eliminated, like his grandmother had passed away. We're all just like, man, I know you're, I know you're hurting right yeah, now. Yeah, I came in there and consoled him. Hey, we all, we all did it. I was like, that's how a, that's how much we all love Joel. But b, it's so funny that that's how he we re- we reacted to him and his baseball team losing. Like, <laughs> we thought it like an actual parent had passed away. The way we were talking to him. Uh, well, he's just so invested, man. I know. Rob Hadaway, what if we had ever gotten co-offensive player of the week, co-Eric Riley? Now that would have been funny. It's like co and. And you know, probably would have been as real as the moon landing. All right. Uh, also from Rob, one more. Uh, this past weekend, I was in Oxford, and I learned that the Walk of Champions was built in 1998. I had assumed it was at least 35 years older. How should I process this information? Yeah, I thought they had that arch there. I thought that had been there forever. And Me like, too. That's the whole point. Like the SEC champion teams had walked under it. Instead. No champion has ever walked under it, except for the top. unless Mississippi State Mississippi walked Rams. through there after yeah. beating them in '98. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, Andy Losick, rate these brands of footwear as it as if it that was the only thing you could wear the rest of your life. Vans, Hey Dude, Crocs, Ufos. I got to be totally honest with you. No idea what Hey Dude or Ufos are. Hey Dudes are the uh, shoes that I wear. I, I've never noticed. Slip on. Are they comfortable? Yeah, I like them. Um, I've never owned a pair of Vans. Crocs to me are not comfortable. Mm-hmm. I've had a, a couple of those. They're they're just not comfortable to me. And I don't know what Ufos. Yeah, is. I, mean, I don't yeah, know. So I wear Skechers, and I'm wearing a pair. Actually, these are Skechers, too, now that I think about it. Yeah, both pairs of shoes I wear most of the time are Skechers. That's a dad shoe. Guess what? So, I I can't rank them. I won't. I won't so. uh, J.J. McCarthy became Vegas's Heisman frontrunner as his odd shot from 1,000 to plus 200 after his win over Michigan State. Are either of you buyers yet, or is there someone else you think will win it? I feel I think Michael Penix will win it in the end. I think Jaden Daniels would be a guy to watch. I, McCarthy, his numbers are just so pedestrian. If, if McCarthy wins it, it really is about being the best quarterback on the best team. Yeah. So I, I would not. I mean, it'd be like Stetson Bennett winning. Stetson Bennett winning it last year. Numbers were good. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I don't watch him, and it just doesn't jump out. Hey, that's the best player in college uh, football. I w- I would vote for Penix. Yeah, I would too. Why is Jackson Mahomes tr- uh, trending? What did he do now? Let's find out. Jackson Mahomes. 
he made his way into the Taylor Swift Britney Spears or uh, Britney Mahomes handshake. Oh, not good. Somebody kill me. I hate that guy. Brogan Fairchild, what teams outside of the SEC do you dislike the most? I never really disliked USC until this year. I don't like them. Don't like them at all. No. Um, I've never really liked Florida State. I always pulled for Miami over Florida State. I've never liked Ohio State. I always pulled for Michigan over Ohio State, although this year I might have to change that. I don't know. I might just, you know, whatever. Um, and Southern Miss. USC is definitely up there for me. They're just, they just, they are a bunch of whiny little brats. Yeah. I almost said something else, got you in trouble at church. And spent a lot of money to be, you know, fairly average. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they lost a two lane last year, didn't they? Yes. Yes. In the bowl game. Yes. What team? Could have lost to Arizona. What TV show or movie do you enjoy that people would be surprised to know that you're a fan of? I have I have one. I have a movie. Do you? Okay. Are you, you want Drumline? Really? I like that movie. It's fun. Big Drumline fan, huh? I wouldn't say big, but if Drumline is on, I will watch it. It's a good movie. Yeah. You got one? Um. I, just, I mean, what what would what would people be surprised about? Um, you watch the Kardashians or something? That would surprise me. No, no. Um, yeah, Boy Meets World was one of my favorite. Yeah. But well, I've already told kid. people about that. You were watching that when you were a younger man. Young kid. Yeah. <clears throat> um, thinking about a movie. What movie? I don't know. I don't know if I would surprise anybody with with my choices. I'm trying to think, is there a movie that's just like, wow, hey, Dad likes that. But I mean, Drumline, I guess, is it. But TV shows, I'm really basic on those. You know, I don't. There's not one that that's like, I like this show. And I'll tell you, the 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 one reality show I really got into was Joe Millionaire, the first season of Joe Millionaire. I thought, oh, yeah, I thought that was, now now knowing what I know about reality shows and how they're kind of staged the whole way through. It's not yeah. back then when they were so new. I thought that I thought the, the premise was fantastic. And I was like, this is great, man. All those just like came out the same time, like mm -hmm. Joe millionaire and undercover boss. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, like the bachelor was fairly new. I think then. Yeah. The, the amazing race. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, Survivor, all that stuff came out about the uh, the Survivor. Same wow. Yeah, but did you not remember Survivor? Yeah, no, I forgot about it. Well, there you go. I'm trying to, I'm trying to for this next uh, next question. I'm trying to find uh, where we went. I don't remember. Um, Bearded man with a fish. If Mississippi State only loses the Egg Bowl the rest of the way, how divided will the message board fans be? I think if State wins the next four games and then loses the Egg Bowl, is that right? There's only four games left. Yeah. There's, there's, there's Auburn, too. There's five games left, right? There's, 
Well, you said the next four games and then the Egg oh, Bowl. Oh, okay, yeah, the yeah. So they would be eight and four, yeah. but lost the Egg Bowl. You can't be too mad. You, you really can't. No. It, no, it hurts to can't. lose the Egg Bowl. I get it. It does. But you cannot – if State reels off five straight wins, that includes wins at, at Arkansas, at Auburn, at Texas A&M, and then Kentucky and at Southern Miss, you can't be upset that you dropped the Egg Bowl. I mean, you can be upset that you dropped the Egg Bowl, but you can't sit there and say, I think they should fire Arnett. No. Same. But people probably will. They will. But the, they will. You can't. He's he's safe. If he wins eight games, <laughs> I mean, what? Who? who, who why, why are you mad about that? Your three of your losses would have been to top fifteen teams, right? We lost to LSU. It would have been basically like last year. We lost to LSU, Ole Miss, and Bama, the three best teams in the West. You would have gone on the road and beaten A and M. Would have beat Kentucky, Auburn, Arkansas. I mean, you just got to tip your hat at that point. I mean, I think Ole Miss is the better team anyway. Yeah, agreed. And they're probably going to be favored coming in that game. I imagine. They will be for sure, for sure. Sean Brown said, "I spent the week, the last week, on a cruise in the Bahamas without any social media. It was great. I agree with that. It had to have been awesome. Saw some of the prettiest water I've ever seen. He gave us a great picture here. This is fantastic. Where is the place you've seen the clearest and bluest water? So I've only been to the beach once in my life, or twice, but it was to the same beach. And that's any Nevada. beach. Yeah, well, I mean, I went down to the Gulf Coast, but there's no blue water there." I've been there many times, but it's like to an actual beach where there's blue water twice, and that's at Navarre Beach in Florida. Well, I've been to the Bahamas. It would be up there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mexico, like Cancun. Um, Cozumel. Mm -hmm. That's definitely probably... Into a little place called Kokomo? I have. I've been to Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. Yeah, to Bermuda, Bahamas. No. Okay. I'm not saying that one. All right. All right. Uh, we'll do one more, and then we'll go into the break. Uh, this is from Papa Crawdad, who asks, what are some Twitter sports comebacks that need to be retired forever? Thinking things like rent-free, cry more, and hold the L. All of those need to be retired for sure. Little uh, brother. Little brother. Cross hit me with little brother and rent-free yesterday. Next time I see him, I'm gonna oh, right, right in the gut. That's the old Miss talking point. That's all. That's all it is. You know, what kind of father would charge his son rent? <laughs> yeah, that's a, I, I got to look after the little guy. Um, I'm trying to think if, there, if there's any more. Like, do your own research. That I, 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 people who say do your own research, like their research was they watched a video on YouTube. They didn't do any yeah. research. Um, anything, anything that re, that where people claim to have sources that they don't, they don't have. Sources. Like if you had sources, you 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 you'd report it. You wouldn't just be like, "I'm here," you know. And you'd be like, "I, I this is what I'm going to report." So things like that. But the, he Papa Crawdad hit the big three though. Rent free, cry more, hold the L. There you go. Yes, up there. Let's move into the rest of the, the rumblings. That's brought to you by our good friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. We want to remind you that beef, what's for dinner? Guys, anytime, anytime you are firing up the grill, you need to put beef on there. Steaks and burgers are just so easy to cook. I'm telling you, it takes more time to get the grill hot than it takes for you to cook those burgers and steaks. 
to a perfect medium rare or medium. But if you want to go the long way, hey, man, I'm all for it. Brisket, beef clod, tri-tips. We got a tri-tip question coming up here, and uh, I'm going to be happy to answer to it. So head over to your local butcher shops and meat markets, grab some red meat, put it on the grill this weekend. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats at the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. What more do I need to say? I mean, I, every every day I come on this podcast and I try to tell you guys to go eat at Two Brothers. Everybody who does it tweets back at me, oh man, good choice. It was so good. It's fantastic. I mean, what do you need? What, what can I do for you at this point? I'm just telling you right now, if you want a great meal, you'll go over to the Cotton District and head to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Enjoy some smoked southern soul food. You'll also be supporting the Bulldog Initiative. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they've been doing that for 48 years. That's how you know, guys. That's how you know that if you buy a product from them, you're going to be taken care of with great service because nobody could stay open that long if they didn't do it. So if you need a new copier or printer, new computers, new laptops, you call Advantage Business Systems, and then if something goes wrong and you need service, They've got you. They've got you taken care of easily with some of the best service. The service that kind of you kind of that you expect to get from your next door neighbor, which they kind of are because they're a Mississippi business just like you. 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. The Rogue and their collegiate collection. I can't stress enough how quickly the holidays are getting getting here, guys. And you're going to look up on on the day before Christmas and think, I, I should have done this. I should have listened to Hey Dad and Robbie. Hooray! And gone to the Rogue and gotten some something from there. Gotten something from their collegiate collection. Well, now's the time. Check it out. TheRogue.com or shop at the store in Jackson and check out their great selection of polos, quarter zips, pullovers. Uh, they've got it all. They've got the logos that you want. They've got great name brands. And it's the Rogue, so you know the service is going to be top-notch. Don't live the three-stripe life this holiday season. Shop at the Rogue. All right, next question comes to us from Caleb Rhodes. If Will Rogers played last Saturday, how many points do we score? I mean, I think the offense probably a lot more productive. Yeah, you think so? The yeah. only thing I would say is that Wright, Will, uh, that Wright did give them 60 yards rushing. And yeah. that was, I mean, they only had 205 yards. So that's a quarter of their yards from him running the football. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Yeah, I, you know, I think, I, I seriously, I just can't see Will Rogers going on the road against a, you know, pretty average defense and only scoring seven. I agree. I, mean, I think that would have been the case, but we will see. You, you I, I think that he would? You think he would have only scored seven? No, no. I think I agree with you. Is what I'm saying. I think. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about. I I misspoke there. So, also from yeah. Kansas, I mean, I, I definitely. And it was definitely a step back. Like I don't. You know, I, I don't know if this is going to be the norm. You know, for Mike Wright or Kevin Barbet or or whatever. I also think that Jaquavius Marks getting hobbled mm-hmm. really hurt the offense. I agree. I think it would have been a much different looking game had he been healthy the whole way. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it, which I, I don't understand what they're doing with the running backs. Yeah, there's not a lot of rotation happening at, at, for whatever reason. Even though you they, got, they were like they were still force feeding, they were force feeding marks while he mm-hmm. was hurt, and like nobody else was getting very many carries. I, I just I don't understand what's going on there. 
there's a lot of issues offensively for this team. There's questions that I'm just I scratch my head a lot when I watch this team. Caleb also asks, "Have y'all had the honey pimento chicken cheese sandwich? Honey pimento cheese chicken sandwich from Chick Fil A? If so, what are your thoughts? I have not had it yet. Have you? I'm not a pimento cheese guy. Then yeah, I'm not. But it it seems to be like super popular. They sell out all the time. Really? Okay. Well, good for them. Yeah." Hale State Muse asks us, any takeaways from baseball's early fall scrimmages? I literally have not read a thing about baseball. I am going to go baseball-free until we have to get into baseball. No, so I just I don't have any thoughts. I refuse to care about baseball in the fall. Yeah, I, just, can't, I mean, I've seen, I've seen some bad teams uh, look really good in the fall. The numbers look great, and players don't really do anything when the season starts. I've seen some good teams look bad in the fall. I mean, it's just – I'm, I'm kind of fatigued with the baseball right now anyway just because of the last two seasons. I would like to just have a rest from that. But, yeah, I don't – I've been I've been reading some of the reports on it. I'm just I, – I just can't go out of my way to go watch all these right now. Yeah, agreed. If you could disperse five different liquids out of the fingers of one hand at will, what which liquids would you choose? We've had that before. We have had that before, but I had a thought. First off, I don't think you mentioned cane sauce, and you should probably have that. No, I would probably do that. Yeah. Like Cane's or Zaxby's or like a one of those places, sauces. Don't you think that maybe you should have one for self-defense? Instead of having like a knife? No, no, it's a, it can only dispense a liquid, but like hydrochloric, oh, yeah, that's right. hydrochloric acid. Like acid. Like yeah. I'll shoot it in like your I face. I can shoot acid through my, out of my finger in case I'm getting robbed and I, you know, I don't have to carry a gun. Yes. That's that, that's an idea. But what are the odds that, you know, that one leaks into the other one mm-hmm. when you're like getting ketchup? And well, have- I mean, that's, a, that's now we're getting into the whole, the semantics of it. I can't, <clears throat> I can't speak to that. So. I don't know how it's going to work. It's I, I tend to think of that as, it's more like magic than any like, yeah. logical thing you've got going on. It's just like I point my finger and here comes hot sauce, you know? So Some Inspector Gadget stuff. Yeah, something like that. Uh, Kevin Wright asks us, in my opinion, Lane Kiffin is the college football version of Jurgen Klopp. Are there any other SEC coaches that have an EPL equivalent? Go ahead, Robbie. You know what? Um, I don't want to embarrass you on this. I'm, I'm going to let you handle that. I got you. I got you. I would I actually. Uh, I say he doesn't have the the same championships, but I think that uh, Urban or that Lane is a lot more like Pep, like the tikataka and the way that the being a play caller makes sense. <clears throat> Jurgen Klopp is kind of the guy who he tries to come across as he does more with less, but in reality, that's not the case. Jurgen Klopp is kind of like. Uh, Ooh, maybe like I don't know if Lincoln Riley is the right answer there. I don't know. I'm trying to think of who's Frank Lampard. Who's this? The absolute worst coach. Who's the worst coach in college football? Much as I love Frank, the worst in college football. Yeah, who's like like how does that guy keep getting jobs? Butch Jones is up there. That might be Frank. What is Jim? He's on the hot seat at Arkansas State. Yeah, uh, Willie Taggart. Tag is up there. Oh, yeah. These are good good examples. Uh, Also, Kevin, rank these Halloween themed songs. First off, only one, two of these songs are Halloween themed. They just have titles that could go Monster Mash and Thriller. Right. 
But he's yeah. got Abracadabra, Somebody's Watching Me, Monster Mash, Man Eater, and Thriller. Thriller is one. Mon- Thriller's one. Monster Mash is last. Right. It, it's a. It's a. It's totally Halloween themed, but I don't like the song. I'm going. Ha- I'm going, going ha- Man Eater too. I'm going Hall of Notes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> here's mine. Okay. Thriller, Abracadabra. Somebody's watching me. Maneater, Monster Mash. I would switch Maneater and Abracadabra, and that's that's my top five. Well, you're not a uh, not Steve, Steve Miller, Miller band. Yeah. Well, that's that's my one point. That's why it's my top five. I tried to get one time. I tried to get uh, Derek Cody when he was doing videos for State. Mm-hmm. He was doing the women like on their run to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. I tried to get him to do a video with Abracadabra in it. Mm-hmm. And he almost did it. And he was like, it's kind of like lyrics are kind of weird. Yeah. It starts talking about reaching up and grabbing people. Like uh, it's yeah, just kind of yeah. a little weird. Careful, yeah. But I was thinking like, like a slow-mo of like, you know, Morgan William dishing out a three-point shot to yeah. Victoria Vivian or something. Yeah, I know. I, I like the concept. It was a good concept. But then yeah. like the lyric, he was like, I tried it out and the lyrics are, they just don't really work. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. weird. Uh, Brick Thomas. But he did. Uh, he did back in the high life. That was awesome. Instead. Yeah, yeah. Brick Thomas, where are you going during a zombie apocalypse? And you are the last person alive in the world. If I'm the last person alive, I'm calling it a day. You're, I'm going like, out. I'm going to let the zombies take me. I, I just don't want to just die. Yeah. What's the point? I, there's no coming back at that point. Civilization. It's kind of like that. I'm, it's I'm kind of like the episode. It's kind of like the episode of the Twilight Zone. Whenever the man like. Just wanted some peace and quiet to read yeah, books. Yeah, when the, the nuclear war happens and he's Burgess in the- Meredith was that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was genius concept. Yeah, he loses. He, his he just wanted to read. He was a banker, and like people kept coming up to his desk, and he was just wanting to read. We locked himself in a vault, and there was a nuclear bomb that blew up like everything. Yeah, and he was the last person left, and all he had to do was read. He was so happy. His glasses fall off, and he steps on his glasses, and he can't see. Yeah, that's why it would happen to me too. If I lose my glasses, it's over. I just I'm just gonna jump off a building. I'm I'm, I'm not yeah, I'm not just fooling die. around. I'm not fooling around. I would hate to be I mean I the love being alive. there's zombies all around you. There's no coming back from that. I'm not smart enough to solve how to get these people back. So yeah, I'm just gonna end it. And you're just, uh, eventually you're gonna die anyway. Yeah. So you might as well get it over with. I might as well have I might as well have control over that. Have you ever had dreams like that? Like you know that your death is imminent. And you okay. just kind of just yeah, and then you wake get it up. over with. Yeah, yeah. I dream that all the time. Yeah. Uh, Brick wants either one of us to do a cartwheel or a backflip. Robbie, go do a backflip real quick. I'll wait right here while Robbie does that. He's getting up off the couch. And oh, he did it! Stuck the landing. Good job, Robbie. Very good. Um, I, I would. I I probably would not recover from that. No, I, I could pull my back it. out. So. Um, last one. Can you create a title for a book describing Mississippi State's entire history? That book already exists. It's called They Bled Maroon. Done. Who who wrote that? Uh, I'm not really sure. They Bled Maroon. That's the entire history? Well, uh, to that point, yeah. Mike Nemeth did a, a good book. Um, David Smale is the name of this author. I would suggest going to Barnes and Noble and getting that Mississippi State Vault book that Mike Nemeth did. 
Yeah, it's there's a, a lot thing. of great information in there. It only goes up to like Chrome, I think. But yeah, um, yeah that book is a really go ahead, really cool book. Like it has, it also has these things in it, like uh, replicas of tickets from like the 1940s and replica programs. It's a really neat yeah. book. Nemeth did that probably 15 years ago. Yeah. So they bled maroon goes 1895 to 1995. It's the first 100 years of Mississippi State athletics. So, yeah, I would say go get that ball. Yeah, you need to update it. But that's I mean that's what I would title. I would just revise that book. Uh, Will Carruth, why is the N64 GoldenEye pause music so much better than it has any business being? It's really good. I don't. I've never understood why it's so fantastic. Like you just want to pause the game sometimes. I just like I have so many fond memories of that game. Oh yeah, everybody. And then I, I look back at the graphics and the the like the graphics are so terrible. Yeah, but it still feels like Do you have no it was such job? a perfect game. Rule? Do what? You didn't let people play odd job. No, you could you run allowed. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it had to be. Uh, do they still do the dog pound rock before games? And what was the peak of the dog pound rock? They do. It's not the same anymore. It's just not. It's they're not. I know they're not as into it. The peak is the '99 Egg Bowl after the field goal, when Kirk Herbstreit says this is the best thing going in college football. That's yes. It never. It was never better than that. Yes. And then the next year, it was really good when they came back and beat. uh, No, it was same year when they came back and beat Kentucky. Yeah, same same year. Really, it was that '99. Mm-hmm. Was the pinnacle pinnacle of the dog pound rock of the dog pound rock, yeah. I and mean, that was it. The place was rocking every time they did it. They got into it. The one that they do now is just forced, and it's, it's yeah, and nobody knows anything about it's it. It's corporate. Yeah. It's just not good. I agree. Ricky Wedgworth asks, "Does it feel like Zach Arnett has lost his inner pirate? What does it take to regain that?" This is a fantastic question. Doesn't it feel like? Zach Arnett just needs to swing his sword. That's, that's, isn't that exactly what we've been saying the past few weeks? And we haven't thought about putting it in those words, but isn't that exactly what needs to be happening here? I want to see, like, this week, like, if they win that ball game, I What's wonder if you're class? going to see, like, a complete turn from Zach Arnett. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like he's, like, dejected a little bit trying to like scrap and figure it out right now. Mm-hmm. If he sees that like things are going well and they're having success, I wonder if that's going to change his persona a little bit. And this week, this week's big for him. Yeah, I agree. All right. We've got it. We're, we've got something we've never done here on the rumblings is coming right now, but I see this text here from Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith. Something from Instagram here. Group of ladies make a list of places men shouldn't take them on the first date. We're going to go through this list. I'm just going to tell you right now, just from looking at it, if a lady was like, no, I don't want to go there, I think that's, that's, then we would never, there would be no second date. I'll just promise you. So th- this is not a question. It's just something you've yeah, stumbled I across. Saw, I came across some of these I agree you shouldn't, but some of them, you know, uh, Cheesecake Factory. If you turn down Cheesecake Factory, why am I asking you out on a second date? That is a perfect... Did you see that video on Twitter yes. that the, the yes. guy was taking the woman? That's that was a crazy. perfectly reasonable first date restaurant. 
That's a good restaurant. Yeah, that's a quality place. I mean, it has a menu that had Cheesecake Factory is a great place because no matter what your date likes to eat, there is something on the menu. That menu is so expansive. Yeah, if they want a burger, if they want a steak, if they want pasta, if they want chicken, it's on the menu. You don't have to worry about it. So, wrong answer. Plus, cheesecake. Yeah. Applebee's Chili's. I agree. You probably shouldn't take your first date to Applebee's or Chili's. Right. Okay. Did you know that Kurt Angle took his first date, his wife, to Applebee's for the first date? You can get away with that when you want a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. That's right. So, but she did eventually leave him for Jeff Jarrett. So, no, different one, a different wife. Okay, never mind. Yeah, uh, Chipotle again. I would agree. Chipotle probably not a great first date. Chipotle is fast food. It's well, that's what's funny is like it says Chipotle, and then down here it says any fast food chain. Yeah, I'm not taking a first date to McDonald's. Oh my gosh! All right, hey, uh, my first date with my wife was Red Lobster. Uh, mine was uh, El Sombrero. Mexican restaurant, I'm okay with. Yeah. It's funny you say Red Lobster. It's on the list. Yeah, that was my Red first Lobster. date. Come on. It it, te- it technically wasn't really a date. I joked I, with her. Like, it was a few years after Anchorman came out. You know, he was going to take yeah. uh, his mom out to a nice seafood dinner, never, never call her again, whatever. Right. I had made that joke to Becky, like, I'm going to take you out to a nice seafood dinner at Red Lobster. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, like, she for you get a well, nice she, food dinner. So, like, two weeks before she had turned me down, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to date you. You're just my friend. Oh, so I was like, well, can I at least take you to Red Lobster? And she's like, yeah. And then, so we went here. to Red Lobster in Meridian, and then we went to the mall. All right. Uh, about Garden. three weeks later, she was dating me. Olive Garden, that's a good place. To, that, that's not uh, that. If a woman said no to that again, no second date. Perfectly acceptable. I love Olive Garden. The movies, look, a movie can be part of a first date. It shouldn't be the only place you go because you can't talk. You go eat first. You go dinner and a movie. Exactly. exactly. And if you're going to the movies, I don't think you have to go to on a nice date, like Mexican you can, you restaurant. Can go to, if you go to Olive a Garden. lobster and a movie, that is, I mean, that's plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your house. Okay, no crap. You shouldn't go to your house for the first date. I agree with that. Um, Buffalo Wild Wings or Wingstop. I, I would never, I wouldn't take a date to Wingstop. Wingstop is a to-go place. Buffalo Wild Wings. The problem with Buffalo Wild Wings is, is so much sports going on, you're, you're going to get distracted. So no, yeah. no date there. First uh, date needs to be at a place that's got some decent ambiance. Yeah. A buffet. Okay, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree. IHOP or Denny's. I can get behind that. Don't don't go to a, the country kitchen. That's what you're no, saying. The country yeah, kitchen don't buffet. Go to Barn Hills on the first date. The gym. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not a date. That's asking, do you want to go work out? That's different. That's not a date. Although a lot of people meet their significant others you at can the gym, meet especially someone at the gym. You can't say, hey, let's come back to the gym and have a date here. That's not how that. I'd works. like to know the percentage of affairs that happen from the gym. Oh, it's, it's high, I bet. Uh, church, I agree. A date should not happen at church. You can't talk. Well, it depends on what's going on at church. Yeah. Starbucks and coffee dates. I think those are perfectly acceptable. I don't drink coffee. Yeah. You take go out for coffee. That's a perfectly acceptable. Yeah, happens all the time. That's an, that's dates. a uh, 
that's a divorced couple yeah. date, like two people that have been divorced. Yeah, they go get coffee. Well, let's just meet for coffee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ice cream dates. If you want to take a girl for ice cream, that is perfectly acceptable. I've done that. Yeah. Uh, family functions. Yes, your first date should not be. We're going to my family reunion. No, that's a red flag. I agree with that. That's actually a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. Movie night. Like that, again, that's about going back to your house. We're not going to go to my and house and watch Netflix. That's like a second or third date. Yeah, that's down the road a little bit. Somewhere yeah. that requires a long drive. Yes, that's too much commitment for a first date. We're getting in the car and we're driving like four or five hours. That's that We've been dating a while. Bowling. Bowling is a perfectly acceptable first date. It's a good first date. Uh, Nightclubs or a hookah bar? Hmm. Like a nightclub. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, the, the music, you know, that again, I feel like, hey, let's go to dinner and then afterwards we'll go out and, and dance. We'll go out dancing. Yeah. That's that's how that would have to work. Um, A bar just for drinks. No, you're wrong. You can go out and have a drink. That can be the day. All right. Uh, Waffle House. Yes. Waffle House should not be a first date. <laughs> Although I'll tell you what, if a girl was like, yeah, let's go to Waffle House, put a ring on that. Go ahead and marry her. Marry her. Just that second date is at church because we're getting married. <laughs> and then sporting events. Th- this is I agree with because if, you, if you're going to go to a sporting event, chances are it's going, you're going for a team that you cheer for. Like, yeah. I would not might want my first date with a girl for me to be at a Mississippi State football game and then she sees me going absolutely ballistic. Out of right. Well, yeah, I don't need that. So, yes, I agree with that. But for the most part, the pe- people who made this list are terribly spoiled, is what I would say. So, right. interesting list. Back to the questions. Uh, Andrew Madden asks us, What punishment do you see Michigan receiving? Is this on the level of Bounty Gate or are people getting fired? That guy is the only guy that's going to get fired. He's going to get fired, and they'll probably they'll probably hit him with like some some visits and maybe a scholarship. I mean, I, I'm struggling with this, Brian. I, I mean, everyone get tries to get a competitive advantage in sports, and people steal signs all the time. Yeah, people know. People figure out your signs. I mean, this is obviously very deep what they did but at the same time like what what are we talking about here they went to the game and like saw like kind of i mean i don't think you can video it or anything like that so that's probably going to be you know a big part of things they find that evidence and all but change your signs yeah no i agree if you if you don't like it it's it's kind of like the shift in baseball it shouldn't be outlawed if you don't like it, figure out a way to beat it. I, and I'm not, I'm not a big Jim Harbaugh fan or Michigan, but I just, I just don't, I can't get upset about this. I mean, I agree. I, I, I have trouble getting myself worked up about it. Also, he would like a tri-tip recipe. Just cook it indirectly until it's about one twenty-five or so. Then roll it over on the direct side, let it get a little char, bring it up to about 135, and that's that. Or not even 135, like 130, 131, and then pull it off. Season it, you know, however you would season a steak. So you don't go you don't go overboard on the seasoning, you just season it 
throw it on the grill. And, you can do just salt and pepper. I, I have a, a couple of steak seasonings that I'll, I'll put on there that I wouldn't normally yeah. put on a steak, but it's good on a tri-tip. Good to know. There you go. Allegheny Bo- the Allegheny Boys Tennis Program. If you were forced to be a head football coach, knowing you'd be fired after one year and your buyout was $30 million, where would you go? I'm going to be a success. I'm coming to Mississippi State. We, we're going to win games. So yeah. yeah. No, I'd probably go to UNLV. To be in Las Vegas? Yeah. I don't want to be in Hawaii because that's just such a – I mean, I, Hawaii is awesome, the state of, but the football program is such a dump. I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to. You, you'll never win there. Yeah. So, uh, I, which I've ball. never understood. How how can you not sell kids on coming to Hawaii? Because even if you live in California, your parents are never going to watch you play a college football game. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, just it's just so difficult to get there. I mean, you you're go on home. The, you can't go home for the weekend on the off weekend if you live if you play in Hawaii and you live anywhere other than Hawaii. Plus, we, on top of that, Hawaii, there's no in-state recruiting base there. We had a guy at our school when I was growing up. He was a great athlete, Lenny Boatner. He went to Hawaii. Uh-huh. He got a scholarship to Hawaii. And, like, we couldn't believe it. He was going to get to play in Hawaii. Played there for a couple of years. He was playing there, like, maybe around the time as uh, Chang was there. I think mm-hmm. playing quarterback. Yeah. So he, you know, it, that was really cool back then. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the kind of guys they're recruiting was like, you know, Winston Academy. Yeah. Uh, also, the tennis program would like us to rank these following teams that have a four and three record Colorado, Mississippi State, Nebraska, West Virginia. I think this is kind of, I think it's, I think it's backwards of what he gave us there. West Virginia. West Virginia, first. Nebraska, State, Colorado. Yeah. Didn't Colorado beat Nebraska? Oh, that's a good point. So then State second? I mean, if they played again, what would happen? I don't know. I still think Colorado could beat them. Yeah, so maybe maybe Nebraska's last then. So West Virginia State, mm-hmm. Colorado. I think Colorado. I think State would be able to score on. I think everybody scores in Colorado, so it's not an issue. Yeah, but could State uh, stop them enough on offense? That would be the question. It'd be a, it'd be a shootout. Brian McDuff, who is the worst person that has ever had their image on the MSU jumbotron? If by MSU you mean Mississippi State, right? Not Michigan State, because I know the answer for Michigan State. <laughs> um, we're not going to talk about that though, because we have a strict policy. Um, for Mississippi State, I don't know, Hugh Freeze? It'd be up there. Yeah. A, an Ole Miss coach would be up there. Yeah. Freeze. I'm going to go with Freeze or Tuberville. Yes. Um, I, Do we have a Jumbotron? Did State have a Jumbotron when Tuberville was here? Yeah, the one in the yeah, I guess other so, yeah. end zone. Yeah. Brian McDuff, which is the best candy bar filling? Peanut butter, nougat, cookie, or caramel? It's either peanut butter or caramel. It's peanut butter for me. Reese's is, is, I mean, Reese's is the best candy bar made, in my opinion. I agree. So that would be number one. All right. Uh, Andy Atkinson asks us, how are there people still like this? And he has a screenshot from the Mississippi State True Maroon Facebook page that says, is there a chance we will have a bowl game this year? How many wins will we have to have? 
80 oh. comments, too. I have no idea how these people... These are the same people, though, that will tell you they are the biggest Mississippi State fan in the world. And they don't even know how many b- wins you need to get to a bowl game. No no offense to this guy at all, but the, the Facebook commenters on the these pages... The I don't get on any of these pages, by the way. I, I refuse. I know there's a lot of media that get on that true maroon. I do not. And they, nah. I, I can't do it. I'm not going to deal with that. That, and then I go look... Like I run our Facebook page at 247... The comments on those people don't even read. They just come in there and they just—it's like they're they a bot. The they read the headline. Sometimes they don't even do that. They'll just post something random. Like what? What is? What is this about? Yeah, it's like it. these. How are these people Mississippi State fans? I I just don't understand. I know. Do yourself a favor though and go look at some of those every now and then. They're rough. They're rough. It is. It's really tough. Dalton Lee asked, Lee? I went to the auto shop and they couldn't find my reservation. It was because they had put it under the name Dilbin Lou. When I was an MSU <laughs> senator, they also had my name as Delton U. What's the most absurd variation of your name that you have been called? Uh, obviously, Haddad has happened my whole life. But my favorite one is, so back when, you know, you back when people actually had paperwork on file at a job before it was all computerized. So, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about when I think about like a file folder. You'd have a folder that has all your, like your your application and your W W I nine and all that stuff in there. Yeah. So if yours was in there, it would be Falk, comma, Robbie, right? Yeah. Um yeah. Mine was Brian, comma, Hey Dad. The guy thought my first name was Hey Dad because everybody called me that. And and thought your last name was Brian. Yeah, he thought my name was Hey Dad Brian. Oh my gosh! So, my I mean, mine's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, I don't. Yeah. So, some people have How called me Bobby. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> yeah, you see where I'm going now. So, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, people that have used the other word for my last name that that would be the worst. Yes, you're a bad mother falker. Uh, Andy Atkinson again. When you snap your fingers, what causes the snap noise? So I'm going to do that and see if I can't. I mean, I guess it's just the sound of your of skin scraping against skin. There, I don't know. It's skin. It's got to be skin, right? Yeah, yeah. It's friction. Friction is. Uh, Nat, Natty has figured out how to snap because I'm oh, I'm a decent snapper. Yeah, and she got enamored with it, and now she's figured out she can snap. Okay. Uh, Fun times. Also, We're working on whistling next. Andy wants to know from you: Do you have a Hardy Bush light display in your new house? I do not. You need to get one. I, I don't think that my wife would uh, allow me to do that. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that your wife would not mind looking at Hardy. Whenever. Uh, I don't think she'd want it hanging on the walls. Nah, no. We're gonna get one of those that stands up. It's gonna stand up. No, it would have to go in my office. Any oh. kind of memorabilia that I have has mm-hmm. been pushed into my office. Yeah. My wife does not like, you know, a bunch of pictures hanging up. She likes a very, you know, clean looking like house. So yeah, that that would not happen in my house unless it was upstairs in my office. I got you. Russell Thomas says, now that y'all are celebrities, can we expect to see y'all on Cameo? If so, how much are you getting? So I saw Brandon Walker was on Cameo at one time, and I, I made a text to him. I was like, I can't believe you're on there. He's like, you should do this. He's like, it's no big deal. 
and somebody will give you 20 bucks. You might make a hundred bucks a month doing it. So I did apply and I, I got, I don't know if I got rejected or what they never send anything back. So I don't think anybody would pay for me to send them a video message. Again, you say so, that, but there are so many random people on that thing that somebody would be like, Hey, I'll spend 20 bucks for Robbie to wish my husband who listens to his podcast every day. I, Maybe I just can't, I can't imagine somebody, I, you know, you say that, right. And I agree with you. I agree with you. But at the same time, could you imagine like the amount of people who have come up to you in the past and be like, Hey, love the podcast. No, but like if we made this podcast, like a pay like subscription, would there be a oh, ton of people who do it? No, I don't think that it would be, but I'm just saying there are going to be some, that, I agree with Brandon that there's going to be some MSU fan who's like, I want my, my husband to get a happy birthday from Robbie fall. And if it's 10 bucks, you know, it's worth doing. Yeah, so, I guess so. Uh, all right. Uh, Sheldon Nations asks us, how old is this guy? I have no idea how old he looks young. Are you looking at this picture? No, I love Big Jake. Okay, I don't know anything about him. Uh, so he he just he? does a bunch of he does a bunch of grilling uh, recipes. Okay, so it sounds and like he people have wondered: Is he fifteen years old or is he like forty? He looks don't, young in this picture. You don't you don't know how old he is. Right, and I'm, I'm going to look him up. I will have an official response on this on tomorrow's podcast. And what and uh, you know one time he actually did a video. It was like I know some of y'all been asking how old is Big Jake? Is he fifteen or or uh, is he forty? Is he country? And all I can say is I am in that age range. Okay, I'm, I will have that's, my, all, that's all he gave us. He wouldn't I actually will have tell my us. official answer on tomorrow's podcast. I'll look him. But up. he's like he's real country and like real like I mean if this guy was from Hamilton, Mississippi, I wouldn't bat an eye. Okay. Uh, but he's, I mean, his food looks good. He does a good job and I'll, he's, uh, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll check it out and I'll, I'll tell you what I think tomorrow. He takes a bite of his food and he goes, now that's where it's at. <laughs> okay. You got, you've sold me. I'll check him out. He's a good Play guy. Baller DC asked a couple of years ago, Jaden Wally was a star in the making. What happened? I mean, it happens, man. Sometimes a guy just never improves upon a, a big year. Yeah. I, mean, I think that state just had other guys step up. Uh, choose one, completing the bowl in Davis Wade Stadium or chairbacks for every seat, maybe only the lower section. I definitely wouldn't chairback the upper deck, yeah. Um, no, just... Chair, the, I would go for chairbacks over bowling it in. I think that's going to happen eventually. I agree. I agree. The, the chairbacks. Yeah. All right, we got another question from uh, Wade Jones's, uh son, Sebo, who asks, which NFL team do you think has the best franchise in history? Well, I'll let you answer this one, Robbie Falk. Um, it's either the Packers or the Steelers. Oh, I, I don't think it's the Packers. I, I I would vote Steelers, Cowboys. Well, you have to look at the whole body of work. I'm not looking at I'm not looking at pre merger. I'm not looking at pre merger. I'm not. I mean, those are the two teams that have, I think, the most championships. No, or 49, 49ers have five. The, the Steelers Packers. have the Steelers have. Uh, I, no, no, the Steelers are on my list. The Packers okay. are not. The Packers only have, uh, what they have five. They have four Super Bowls, I think, but they only have two pre post merger. I'm not. I'm not worried about the the early. Well, I mean, that's what the whole. But that's the whole question: is who's the greatest franchise? 
it's it's either the Steelers, the 49ers, or the Cowboys. Those are my those will be my choice. The Packers have 13 championships. I'm not counting the ones that they 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 won when why the AFL, count. the NFL and the AFL were separate leagues. I am counting post merger. Well, I think the Steelers have the second most wins. Yeah, they have the most. I want to say too, right. They have they have they have six right. Nobody else has six, do they? Yes, I think that's right. Do the yeah. uh, do the um, Patriots have six? The Patriots have six, but it's all. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with the Patriots on this. No, because that was just kind of like a run. Like yeah. The other thing about they the haven't been consistently. Is, you pointed out the other day, we're talking about a franchise that, in its history since the merger, has had three coaches. Yes, that's a side the of the franchise. Yeah, the just, just the franchise, just the consistency of the franchise is really impressive. Yeah, the Steelers get my vote for sure. Uh, Cameron Worm, is there anything better as a fan than going to a road game and winning? No. A no, road win is the best, especially going out afterwards on the town and like you're still wearing your polo or whatever, and everybody's giving you the 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 evil eye. I love it. I soak it up. It is very fulfilling, and it's yeah. it's the, the thing about winning on the road is you need zero style points. Yes, you just win the game. It's, it's the just game. like the game against Arkansas. Like as ugly as that game was, it felt good for Mississippi State to get a win. Yeah, like. The, if that would have been played in Starkville in State one seven to three, yeah, it would have been like a loss. Yeah, but winning on the road in the SEC is super difficult, and you take every single one of them you can get. Yeah. By the way, did, I know I added some time to this show with the uh, the date thing, but my goodness, we still have a ton of questions left. Um, hey, what uh, what we, else do you have to do other than record a show at three? At three, we're cutting this off, but I think we'll get there. Of the venues, at two thirty, we're cutting this off because I gotta get my daughter. Okay. Of the venues you have been to, what are the least intimidating places to play in the SEC? Vanderbilt. Uh, well, Vanderbilt. But that, come on, what are we doing here? It doesn't count. They're in the SEC. It counts. Yeah. Um, I've only been to Fayetteville twice, and both times the crowd was not huge. Now I went yeah. both times. Arkansas was bad. Now Arkansas did win one of those games, but. I, I Arkansas is not a most a very intimidating spot. And Ole Miss, when Ole Miss is, is is jumping, it can be tough, but if you just catch Ole Miss on an average day, it's not the most intimidating space. most, most of the egg bowls I've been to there have not been yeah. thrilling environments. And I've been I mean, th- non egg bowl games up there, so I could judge it a little bit more unbiasedly. Yeah. And it's just Well, it's and fun. also in the egg bowl, you have to remember there's hardly ever any students there. Yeah. The student section is always sparse. You know, the crowds there have not been good on Thanksgivings. Mm-hmm. The the one in fourteen was a good crowd. Yeah, but yeah, their their atmosphere has not been at Egg Bowls anything to write home about. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Matt Jordan, first time Rumbler, welcome, Matt. Rank these and what a great question. Rank these Creed songs. My sacrifice higher. What if my own prison? One last breath. Can we rank them all one? They're all tied for first. I am just. I'm absolutely loving this new. The Creedence. You found. Yeah, the Crenaissance. Yeah. Creedence. Creedence. 
I'm loving it. Uh, as one of the biggest Creed fans of all time, I feel like my opinion on this is, is strong. All right, so who's your, what's number one for you? My sacrifice. That is the correct answer. All right, two. One last breath. Um. Okay. Um. What if? Yes, we are. We're locked in. All right. Higher and yes. then my own prison. That was my top five. You did it. Good job. But I, I would. Where's one? Well, I mean, one yeah. should be in here. I bet that. But that's just the ones they listed us. If one had been yeah. in there, it would have been something else, and we would have we would have found a spot. So you know what? A, one of my favorite Creed songs is "Torn." That's a good song. I love that song. Uh, Gavin King, if Mississippi State had Iowa's defense and kept State's offense, what would their overall record be this season? Five and two. They'd beaten South Carolina. Could they? No, they couldn't have beaten LSU. Could they have beaten Alabama? I don't think, I, think so. I don't think Iowa would be holding Alabama to like 10 points. So, I don't know. South Florida held them to 17. Yeah, but I, I think that they, that was without Milrow. No. True. Yeah, five and two for sure. For sure, I think. Uh let's see here. Because they they still would have beaten Arizona and Southeastern yeah, Louisiana. They'd have the wins they'd in have Western Michigan, South Carolina. I mean, that's just how I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Coast Dog. Uh where are we here? Rank the remaining games on state schedule by their likelihood of state winning each game. One is Southern Miss. Two is probably Auburn or Kentucky. Is Kentucky, you think Kentucky is more likely than Auburn because it's at home? Because it's at home. All right, so Kentucky 2, Auburn 3, A&M 4, Ole Miss 5? Yeah. All right, there it is. Um, We're going to skip some questions here and there. But I will ask this. Should we be worried about NIL? Mississippi State fans really, 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 really believe Mississippi State has like $50.28 in the NIL. Yeah. NIL. They really believe that. It's it's It, it, it really is something... Charlie, we released a thing the other day, like like three weeks ago. We just got one point three million dollars worth of gifts. Mm-hmm. And I know it's fine. It's now. It's not one of those things where you're like, okay, we're good. We can stop giving. You always got to be giving, but they're fine right but now. But they're not in a position where they can't pay yeah players money. And Charlie Winfield and Zach Selman deserve a lot of credit for that, in my opinion. Um, let's see here. Jay in Baltimore, rank these depressing days from bad to worse. Why, why do we got to be so negative, Jay? Uh, daylight savings, where it gets dark at 5 p.m. January 2nd, when the holiday break ends. The day after the Super Bowl, no more football. The last day of vacation or tax day. I never wait until April 15th to file my taxes, so I don't ever have like Me neither. So that's that's last. That's 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 the best of the worst. Um, the worst is probably the last day of a vacation. Like when you're driving back or you're flying back, you're like, oh, God, I got to be at work tomorrow. That's that's always painful. I'm usually like ready to be done with vacation. What, when I'm I, what home. I like to do is I try to take one more day where I come home and I'm back at home and I can readjust to being back. Yeah. At home. I like to do yeah. that. I mean, with with what I do, like. I don't really take like, my job is not to me like super. It's not strange. like taxing. Right. But you know, I I ride on the road. Like I'm still working on the road. It's it's a pretty it's a pretty good job in the fact that I can do work on the road and not really miss anything. So it's like 
I don't really just totally disconnect and then have to come right back to work. So, yeah. I, you know, it doesn't really – the holiday break ending, like, kind of the same thing. Like, my my break is just whatever. Like, it's I, never – Yeah, holiday break for me is like – once you're out of school, like, holiday break doesn't really – you know, it just is what right. it is. So the day, the day I, I don't the day, like the first I, daylight savings day where it's dark at 5 p.m. sucks. It does suck. Like it, your whole two. body, yeah, your whole body can't adjust to that. Yeah, that's so. That's yeah. Um, I wish they would change that. Ryan Sparks asks us, please rank these soft cheeses: cottage, cream, feta, mozzarella, blue cheese, and eat them. First off, feta and blue cheese are not soft cheeses. Those are crumbly cheeses. They're not, they're not soft. Soft means you can spread it. You can't spread feta cheese. I'm not a uh, I'm not a cheese kind of source. So I'm gonna let you take that one. Yeah, if I just if I'm gonna rank the cheeses that he listed here: mozzarella, Edam, blue, cream, feta, cottage. Cottage cheese is gross. I wouldn't eat cottage cheese. Why do Why does anybody eat cottage cheese? I don't know. Man. What is it? What purpose does it serve? I don't know. It's, it's not. It's not. I'm not a fan. But all right. So we cheese, had earlier though. here, uh, Robbie. It's the bottom of the ninth, game seven of the NLCS. You come out of the you come out of the bullpen to pitch. How big of a lead do you need? Feel confident that you could get three outs and go to the World Series. Oof, like a ten run lead. I need more than ten, Robbie. I need like twenty. I mean, I, I, I mean, I can't pitch. I mean, the first. I, I promise you this: like the first pitch, if I throw it over the plate, they're not going to hit it because they're not going to be ready for that fifty-three mile an hour fastball. But. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, I've got to have to hope the park holds it. If you can just, if you can just throw it in there, yeah, there is a very large chance They'll just pop that it up you're or... going to get out of the inning because yeah. it's it's going to be like a 40, yeah. 40 to fifty percent chance that they're going to hit a home run. Yeah, but, but the, the other fifty percent is, an is out. They, they're going to hit it. They're going to they're going to hit the, the ball. Because they're, they're going to hit it to somebody. No mo- I'm going to I'm going to have any movement. Not going to have any sink. It's a flat. 50 miles an hour over the plate. It's just, do they tee off on it, or do they miss a little bit and pop it up? And that's the other, I mean, the other question for me is, can I throw strikes? Yeah. You know? That's the that's the biggest thing. Right. If you can throw strikes, guy, if you yeah. can throw strikes, I mean, it's going to be difficult for them to, to come back. Yeah. But even in home run derbies, when guys are throwing BP, and they're throwing 50 miles an hour, they're popping it up, they're hitting ground balls, things like that. I mean, Somebody's gonna hit it at someone. Yeah. It, it would it would need to be probably like 15 runs. Uh, yeah. And even then I'm not confident. I'm not confident at all. Andy Atkinson, Brian, was Monday Sports Talk Mississippi the first recorded moment of someone saying fiddle farted live on the air? It might be. I don't know if any other show has ever had anybody describe something as they were fiddle farting around. So. Fiddle farting around. Yeah. That's a that's an old coach term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all we need. Now quit fiddle farting around out there. If if Richard had just said something about some grab ass, that would have just been the next thing, right? You know, out there playing grab ass. <laughs> uh, Zachary Cooey, is Michigan good enough that cheating doesn't make any sense, or were they good because they were cheating? There is something to be said about the fact that since these these allegations have started being uh, coming up, is that's when they became really good. Before this, they were not this good. That was whenever they were talking about, you know, is Jim Harbaugh going to stay in college? Are they going to fire him? All of a sudden now they're beating everybody. Yeah. 
It, they've definitely gotten a competitive advantage on this. I, I mean, there's no doubt. Okay. I got to be honest with you, Robbie. We have like 20 questions left. I'm going to pick the, the two I we like. We don't have that many. Hold on. I think you're wrong. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 12, 13, 14, 15. I don't see all these. 17, 18, 19. Just trust me. 19. We have 19 questions remaining. I'm going to pick two, and we're going to call it a day. No, just keep keep it rolling. No, let's let's I'm, see how I'm, long this thing even can go. I'm tired of answering questions at this point. I don't know where you're seeing all these questions. I did not see that many. I don't know what to tell you, man. They're they're right here. Unless you got all these people, you know, blocked. I must them. have them all muted. It's possible. I, I gotta take it back. This this first thing is not actually a question. He, this guy just made a point, and I'm like, I got a reader on the air. Andrew Norwood. The NFL is encouraging players to participate in flag football at the 2028 Olympics. What is your 7v7 flag football squad for the USA? Mahomes? Quarterback. Tyreek Hill is on my team for sure. Mahomes would be incredible in 7 7 Oh, my God. He'd be unstoppable. Tyreek Hill. Um, I need, I need I, speed. I need speed, yeah. Uh, I want Kamara. I think he's the best. He might be the best choice for a for a running back. In that. Who's the other guy for Kansas City? Pacheco? Is that his name? Isaiah Pacheco. I need a little fast, speedy guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield. I don't need Derrick Henry for this. He's use- Derrick Henry is useless. And what about Christian McCaffrey? McCaffrey is a good choice. I need guys who can catch the ball. Um, And then I'm trying to think, like, I'm going to put A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, yeah, that's a good choice. Somebody can go great deep. route runner, great hands. D.K., too. I'm going to get them both. Yeah, DK's DK's going to be your red zone threat. There you go, and then those guys are just going to play defense. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think. Can we have? I'm not. I'm not nude. Fourteen players, first and foremost, but secondly, those guys, there's no one in the country that could guard those. No one in the world. Yeah, yeah, we're good. A world. No, sorry, yeah. Mangum Cafe. They demand no videos or photos in the Sistine Chapel. I saw a few folks taking them anyway. What should the punishment be? Well, I think it's pretty obvious. You go straight to hell. Death. I mean, straight to hell. You 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 broke a rule that was a, in the church. You go to hell. Why won't they let you take pictures in there? I don't know. It's just I've a sacred why, place. I've never understood why they don't let you take pictures of anything. I went to a uh, when I was in Vegas once. I went to they had a a Lamborghini Ferrari uh, display. All these incredible cars. You couldn't take pictures. I was like, what's the point? What that I can say I saw them? Like I, I never understood that. So, um, Ford Polk, this is actually a funny question. Is football any different if, as, if we as a country use the metric system? Can you imagine saying he rushed for 100 meters today? No, I could not. Can you imagine? Like he's, he's at the 43 meter line. Ta- like tallying that stuff up would not be fun. Oh my gosh. It'd be, it'd be funny as hell. Um, uh, Tyler Nelson, at the gym, I heard Space Hogs in the meantime and was instantly transported back 10 years ago to when I'd walk my dog while listening to the B&B show. What are some songs that take you back to certain moments in your life? That is one of them. When I hear that song, I immediately just go, oh, that's that's what that is. Um, yeah. Is there one for you? Um, Anything from the mid-90s. Yeah. I just I can remember places where I was when I would hear certain music. Like yeah. here, if I hear like Ace of Base, 
Yeah, I'm good. instantly transported back to my sister's car listening to that cassette. I'm trying to think, like, uh, when I hear Metallica's of Wolf and Man, that was my high school sitting in the locker getting ready for the game song. Oh, yeah. It takes me back to that. And then if I hear, like, any kind of, like, late 90s dance music, like Hathaway or... Uh, uh, like CNC Music Factory, anything like what that. What is love? Yeah, something like that. Like I think of being at Cheers on a on a. Saturday. Is that late nineties? I think so. I thought it was like ninety five or something. Well, I mean that's when we're you know that's what that is late nineties ninety. That's mid nineties. Ah. When I think late nineties, I think ninety nine. Okay, well that's that's as late as the nineties can get. I promise you that. When I hear Big Balls by ACDC, I think of our junior high locker room before basketball games playing that. Oh God. Um, we thought that was the funniest thing to play before games. Yeah. Um, Luke Nichols, if you weren't aware, Wednesday is National Greasy Foods Day. In honor of this steam day, A, or one, why can't greasy food be as healthy as it is good? If greasy food was as healthy as it is good, I would look like a supermodel. I would have they just don't, there's not a whole lot of food that's good. Mm-hmm. And good for you. That's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's a reason they make it taste good with yeah. things that are probably even, you're not supposed to put in your body. The food that's good for you, the best ways to make it taste good, make it not good for you. For example, chicken is good for you, but fried chicken is not good for you. That's right. So, but also that being said, what is your favorite greasy food? It is a tie for me between fry, fried chicken and pizza. Those are my it's, favorite. It's, it's definitely fried chicken for me. Yeah, those are those are the best things. And then is that it? I'll do one more. Um, I will say, Walking Bully asked our thoughts on the Camario Taylor commitment. It is the same as my thoughts on baseball. I cannot be excited about a 2025 commitment right this second. I just, I can't. I can be excited about him just because I've seen him play. I'm sure he's a good player, but I don't yeah, know I mean he's. Thoughts. I, I think he's really good. I think he's he can make just about every throw. Big physical dude can. I mean, just effortless flick of the wrist. Yeah. Which yeah, uh, I think here. I think it's a good one. Roman Moran, who asks us, which SEC coach is getting the most candy this year at Trick or Treat based off job performance? It's Drinkwitz. Yeah, sure. Drinkwitz is getting the full size Snickers. No doubt. Yeah, he's he's had a really odds, good year. What are this the odds a, that, uh, that Arnett is asked a Halloween question? I mean, Leach was asked one famously. Would anyone dare ask Arnett a, fav- a trick or treat question? Like, I, I just it'd probably be the most boring answer. I don't think that's a good question at all. We're getting ready for a game. I don't I don't want to hear about. So candy. Monday is the thirtieth, right? So after they play Auburn, we have a press conference before Halloween. I'll give you twenty bucks. To ask a trick or treat related question, you in? if they if they win, I might do it. Okay, if they, if they beat Auburn. I want you to, yeah. Okay, I, I agree with that. Like, can you imagine, like, the, they lose, the first, you want to do that? Yeah, like the first question he gets after they lose to Auburn, coach. Just in the spirit of Halloween, I was wondering, you know, uh, your predecessor, you know, always talked about Halloween candy. What's your favorite candy? Yeah. 
It just just looks at you like either that or I'm about to kill like you. Coach in front can't of everyone. answer for that. Even he's like, well, you know, all candies are good. I don't. I would say I necessarily have a favorite. I don't need to call any of those out. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to single out myself. Baby Ruth and whatchamacallit, You know. <laughs> oh well. Hour and forty minutes. Hope you guys stayed with us. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk a little more Mississippi State Auburn. Uh, as that gets ready to happen. Don't forget also tonight on Thunder and Lightning Live, I will be joined by Coach Chris Jans. Check that out. It'll be 6.20 p.m. I'll be talking to Mississippi State head basketball coach Chris Jans. Talk to you guys again tomorrow. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.